Hey guys, what's up? I just wanted to start off this podcast with Lockdown Universe and just say a humongous thank you to everybody who's been listening this year. We've got thousands upon thousands of listeners listening each week, and we are super excited. And I wanted to offer you guys something brand new. It's a small business partnership. So we would give you guys the opportunity to sponsor your small business with the podcast, and I'll do an advertisement for you if you're interested. We'd love to help you out. Feel free to uh, email me at LockdownUniverse at Gmail or send me a message on Facebook or on Instagram. Uh, we can get you started for as little as $50 and get you get you going, get you up right away. And you'll be able to reach thousands upon thousands of listeners uh, throughout the year. So feel free to hit me up and we'll get you started. Now let's get to that podcast. Thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back. Today is a beautiful March day. Hopefully, where you are, it is where I am, and uh, it's the weekend, enjoying a little bit of the sun and a little bit of the Saturday. And I found an interesting article, and I wanted to share it with you guys. And the title of the article is, U.S. Navy Controls Inventions that claimed to change the fabric of reality. And this title really caught my eye, and I found it on thebigthink.com. And it states that in inventions with revolutionary potential uh, are made by a mysterious aerospace engineer for the U.S. Navy. So apparently, this man by the name of Dr. Salvatore Pais, P-A-I-S, uh, came up with the technology that can, quote-unquote, it says, in quotes, engineer reality. It can also, uh, he also devised ultra-fast craft, a fusion reactor, and much, much more. But what really caught my eye there was that engineering reality statement. And it really made me think about you know, these really deep, deep, dark uh, projects that the government works on. And it made me think back because, you know, like you guys, I've been interested in ufology and been, you know, researching for many, many years, right? And it made me think back to a project that I had read about called the Montauk Project. Now, some of you might be familiar with that, some of you might not be. But referring back to the Montauk Project, If you haven't heard of it, uh, there was a book written about it in 1992 called The Montauk Montauk Project Experiments in Time. So this book was written by Preston B. Nichols. And for those who have heard of it and read it, it adds fuel to the fire uh, about rumors that the United States government and military have been completing experiments in psychological and temporal uh, warfare. So temporal meaning time warfare, right? In reality warfare. So this project had what is known as the Montauk Chair. Now the Montauk Chair was this completely revolutionary chair that apparently had ties and technology um, basically developed into it from a crashed UFO ship. So this chair, hopefully you're still with me, <laughs> this chair itself 
would give the user enhanced psychological and psychic capabilities. And what they found was this chair actually gave the individual who sat in this chair the capability to create in reality anything using simply their thoughts. So they were able to create objects with their thoughts, inanimate objects. Uh, they were able to create uh, items with their thoughts. But the most interesting thing that came out of this particular book was that they were able to create creatures simply by thought. Now, according to the book and according to legend, apparently those who were creative enough and psychic enough uh, to sit in this chair uh, were able to do this. So it wasn't just everyone. They actually handpicked certain psychic uh, individuals <clears throat> with enhanced psi capability to, to really test the limits of this chair. So they didn't pick, you know, just an everyday average Joe. They were really picking the, the, the most psychic capable individuals from the military, like the guys who were in Men Who Stare at Goats, uh, in <clears throat> the guys who did remote viewing. Some of these guys were, were part of this program. So what they found was that, unfortunately, during this project, they actually created a humongous monster and this monster started like basically eating everything in its path. Um, and it was on, on a certain base in uh, New York. Um, Montauk is in New York. And so they ended up shutting this base down, but not, at, not before this thing could straight up demolish half of the, uh, half of the base. The military members uh, and security forces were blasting this thing with machine guns. They were blasting it with missiles. I mean, this thing literally took every ounce of warfare that they had um, and ammunitions just to take this thing down. That's how powerful this chair is. Now, what's really interesting is that, you know, when we talk about paranormal, we talk about uh, certain events that have happened in the past. There uh, was an experiment where a group of individuals exploring uh, the paranormal tried to see if they could actually create an entity simply by thought, right? So they gathered around a table, they worked together, and they tried to develop this entity with thought. And what ended up happening was, was that either they created an entity simply by using their thought, or they tricked each other so much that, <laughs> that they thought they had created it. But... The potential is there, right? Anything that is in our reality was first a thought. So this chair merely cut the middleman out. It cut out having to go into a laboratory and genetically make a creature. It cut out the necessity for you to cut down a tree and create a chair. It cut down the need to, you know, put together microchips to create a computer. It, it literally just cut the middleman out. You could create anything just by thought. Well, it, it's not that different than than the reality that we're living in. We just have it just takes us a bit longer to create a computer or create a beast in a laboratory, you know, or create Dolly, uh, you know, that that the 
the duplicated sheep, right? Um, the cloned sheep. So it just made me think about these dark secret projects that the government is working on and bringing it back to this article. Um, you know, let's take a look here. There's two articles that I'm, I'm referring to. Uh, the other article about Montauk, <clears throat> the Montauk project, is on Rare, uh, rare.us, and you can read that article. Um, they released it in tw uh, June 29th, 2020, and they talk about the whole Montauk project. Uh, they talk about how it involved time travel, aliens, and mind control. And what's really interesting is if you're a fan of Stranger... I think it's just Stranger Things, right? On Netflix. I was going to say The Stranger Things, but I believe it's just Stranger Things. Um, that's a great series. That series is actually based on the Montauk Project. So if you've watched that at all and you haven't put two and two together, now you can put two and two together. That The entire series was written basically about the Montauk Project. The writers actually admitted it. Um, the whole story is, is basically basically what happened in the Montauk Project. Um, you know, I don't know about the upside-down world portion of Stranger Things, but I do know that, you know, the creature aspect, the thought prospect, um, and uh, Eleven, you know, who was studied on by these scientists, all these, all these kids um, that were studied on, actually happened in the Montauk Project. They talk about it. They actually abducted these kids um, who were uh, psychic, uh, had psychic capabilities. Their parents worked for the military, and the kids were the children of these uh, military members or these uh, government you know, uh, employees. And the government knew that these kids had these psychic abilities. They, they basically took them into this project without their you know, consent, the parents consented them into it. And, you know, you have what became the Montauk Project and what became, you know, kind of that Stranger Thing, you know, Stranger Things show. Um, but this, uh, the previous article that I was discussing, we'll go back to that, on thebigthink.com and Dr. Salvatore Pais, uh he talks about this technology that can engineer reality. So not only do we have a book written in 1992, but we also have this story that came out uh, just February, uh, February 6, 2021, um, on thebigthink.com. So we're having multiple different sources now talking about the fact that the government actually has this technology to engineer, quote-unquote, reality. So, I mean, it, you know, this is really above and beyond just UFO, aliens. This is like this, like, next level, you know. And as we progress through technology, we're talking about, you know, quantum physics, the capability of transmitting information from one uh, atom to another atom instantaneously, and it really makes you think, how closely is quantum mechanics related to this, this reality-changing or reality-creating device? If it's mere thought processes that are creating reality, then wouldn't that be utilizing quantum physics? So go back to the article, and um, they talk about these patents that they have on these technologies. Um, that they've been utilizing and these designs um, that have, have been approved by the government 
um, all the way going up to 2018. So let's try to let's go for this uh, in this article, which discusses the Montauk project, which occurred uh, at the Montauk Air Force Station and Camp Hero on Long Island. Uh, and Nicholas, who was the author, Preston uh, B. Nichols, I'm sorry, not Nicholas, Preston B. Nichols, claims that he had recovered memories of his time being a researcher in this project. So apparently the government is just wiping out people's memory as well. They're just, you know, thanks for your service. Here's some money. Here's wiped memories. Off you go. You know, and that seems to be, you know, to some degree, you know, what happens to a lot of these researchers while other researchers are allowed to keep their memories. So, you know, maybe they base it off of whether or not this individual is trustworthy or not. You know, who knows? Um, But when Nichols released his book, it actually started a wave of others coming forward saying they experienced the exact same thing. So now you have not just a few people talking about it, but now we're talking about many more people. Another man claimed to have experienced something similar um, when he discussed uh, his involvement in the Philadelphia experiment. Uh, you know, so we have now we have multiple experiments we're talking about here. Sure, you guys have heard about the Philadelphia experiment, but this just goes to show you that it's not just one experiment that's taken place in time or in reality creation, you know, because they're kind of combined. When you think about time travel, you're really changing reality. If you go back and you create Google and now you are, you know, the the CEO of Google, you've, in reality, you've changed reality. So what's the difference between having a time travel device and a reality changing device? That's a really interesting question. Um, but the Montauk chair, they talk about, used electromagnetism to give and enhance psychic powers to whoever used it. And sometimes, like I said, these subjects would would imagine and manifest things in real life. He talks about how, how these kids were abducted, and they called them the Montauk Boys. So the experiments actually stopped in the 80s when things apparently went, quote-unquote, too far. Um, and similar to what happened in Stranger Things, they actually manifested this beast And apparently it was big and hungry and nasty. And uh, they said uh, it actually appeared on the base and would eat anything it could find and smashed everything in sight. Several different people saw it, but almost everyone described a different beast. Now that's really interesting because now you're talking about different witnesses describing a different creature. So could it be that, you know, it's a, it appeared to you based on your own internal perceptions of this beast. That's, that's what's really kind of creepy about this story. <laughs> not, the, not just the fact that somebody created something out of their mind, but the fact that this beast appeared differently to different individuals. That's really fascinating to me. Um, and like I said, basically the, the project ended when they destroyed uh, this beast who had actually destroyed their their equipment and all of their project uh, materials, so they weren't able to 
to continue forward with the project and they basically ended it. Um, and the, the article actually states that with that kind of work behind you, who wouldn't want a little mind erasure? Kind of interesting, right? And one of the most recent podcasts I'd done was titled Erasure, talking about mind erasing. So uh, very interesting stuff here. I mean, you know, this is a, the Montauk project is so deep, um, you know, and I think that this is very similar to what Dr. Salvatore Pais was discussing in the other article on Big Think, where he was discussing a reality creation device. So, I mean, you know, what else could it be? It would, you're literally creating reality, right? Right, right in front of you. There's no other way to interpret that other than you being able to create it with a device. Simple as that. So the question is, what would you create if you could create anything? Would it be money? Would it be power? Would it be fame? Would it be security? Would it be world peace? Would it be total UFO disclosure? <laughs> the list goes on and on, right? But nonetheless, uh, it is fascinating. It is fascinating. Um, and these stories, you know, go on in UFO legacy. Um, and they continue on to this very day with more and more people coming forward, talking about this, and uh, giving us more and more detailed information. Um, the unfortunate part is many scientists had their memory erased from it. So we, again, get to have you know a little bit of difficulty trying to piece together all the details. But, you know, again, we just continue to do more research and try to get more information out there as best as we can and, uh, you know, learn more and more each day. So hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast, learned a little bit. If you want to do more research, feel free to research the Montauk Project. Feel free to research the articles I mentioned um, and uh, get yourself a little bit more uh, detail on that. Uh, and, you know, definitely read that uh, Preston B. Uh, Nichols book. I've read it. It's fasc fascinating, super fascinating. I read it like 20 years ago. So uh, definitely good stuff there. So, like I said, hopefully you guys are taking care of your physical health, spiritual health, mental health, following through on your hobbies and goals and your dreams, taking care of yourselves, that's what's mostly important, um, and taking care of your family and your friends. Um, but, you know, like I say, as always, continue to question the universe, continue to learn, to continue to educate yourself. Um, it's a big universe out there. So until next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe out.